The New Orleans Saints win, but not exactly in the most impressive fashion. So with that said, who should be favored to win the Super Bowl right now? Plus, speaking of the Super Bowl, do the New England Patriots still have a shot of getting there? And in Dallas, Ezekiel Elliott making excuses for the Cowboys' loss but do I actually have a problem with it? Plus, Eric Reed claims that he's being targeted with NFL drug test and Jose Marino out in Manchester United. It's the Sports News Podcast that starts now. in Sports 6 Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Friend. Absolutely jammed out here on a Tuesday. We have a lot to get to, mostly football. We'll get to some proper football later on, but let us start with two and a half minutes on the clock, clock for that game last night. I mean, my goodness. First and foremost, let's just get to the punchline. New Orleans Saints, get your you-know-what together. I mean, really, get your act together in New Orleans. What happened to your offense? What happened to your offense? In the past couple weeks, what has happened to that offense of yours that literally was being compared to like the 2004 New England Patriots offense just weeks ago? And now you come out looking like that the past couple weeks? I mean, that's inexcusable. That is inexcusable with the way they looked, and that is inexcusable with the talent they have. Now, with that said... I'm not really that concerned about the New Orleans Saints. I'm just not. Like, I get the way they've looked ever since that Cowboys game. I get the concern. But NFL teams go through ups and downs, even the really good ones. And that win yesterday proves to me that they're a really good team because a really good team doesn't play their best football and still comes out and wins. And saying they didn't play their best football last night, is an understatement. Let me just go through some of the things that happened for New Orleans yesterday. Drew Brees actually threw his a pick, which is absolutely stunning, his fifth of the year. He threw a two-point conversion interception that led to two points for Carolina. One of his players from the ball out of the end zone in the final minutes, which gave the Carolina Panthers another chance after looking like the game was done and over with. And yet, still, not only did New Orleans win, still, but more importantly, the Carolina Panthers couldn't come back? Carolina, what the hell is going on? With the talent that you have, you should be winning that game with the way New Orleans played. There's no excuse for that. Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey. Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis, a strong front seven. Go down the list. You should be able to win that game. Just like you should have been able to win so many games. So I take zero pleasure in what I'm about to say. And people who listen to this podcast consistently know. I very rarely call for someone to be fired. But Ron Rivera should be out of town. Now, if you want to let him be a sitting goose for the next couple of weeks, that's cool. But you best believe that man better be out of town and on a jet somewhere far away at the end of the season. Because what do they call him? Riverboat Ron? Riverboat Ron, your riverboat is just about floating in my book. Well, just about done floating. There we go. I messed up that line somehow. But you get what I'm saying. (laughs) He should be gone. The Panthers are underperforming. It's inexcusable. 
Okay, on that frustrating note, because that was just a frustrating game yesterday, three minutes on the clock for this. It's what I let off this podcast tease with. Saints not looking good. A lot of the favorites just a couple weeks ago that a lot of people were feeling really good about, the Saints, the Chiefs, the Rams, are now a little bit on edge. So with that said, who should be the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now? And let me start off by just saying this. If you're super, super confident, like willing to put a ton of money on any of these teams, well, be my guest. I I, I just don't know how you're there. I don't. Now, with that said, in my book, there's five teams. There's five teams that really could actually win this Super Bowl. And that's it. It's the Saints. It's the Rams. It's the Chiefs. Those are the top three. Those are undeniable. Then behind them, I still think you could argue for the Chargers, and I still think you could argue for the Cowboys. (laughs) You didn't think that was actually real, did you, Cowboys fans? Of course. Hell no, it's not the Cowboys. It's the Patriots. It's the Chargers and the Patriots who are on the outside looking in. Now, who should be the favorite? It's one of those three teams. It's the Saints, Rams, or Chiefs. Now, I don't see some unforeseen team, some team making a wild kind of run. I don't see that being this type of year because there really is any team that looks like they could do that. Now, I know some people might point to the Steelers and go ahead, you point to the Steelers. I'll be over here. So it's the Saints, it's the Chiefs, it's the Rams. In my book, I'm having a very hard time deciding between the Saints and the Chiefs. It's not the Rams. I'm sorry, it's just not. The way they've looked the past couple weeks really beyond past couple, past several weeks, even when they were winning, is scary. And I think we might have gotten a little too high on this team too early. But the Saints and the Chiefs, I think they're the real deal still. I really, really do. And when deciding between the two, I do think it's interesting. You look at the likely divisional matchup at this point in the AFC for the Chiefs, it's the Chargers. And that ain't an easy matchup. Now, yet still, I still think it's close because the Saints aren't going to have an easy matchup. Oh, wait, they will. (laughs) I know their teams don't think they'll be an easy matchup, but they absolutely will. They have to play the Seahawks and the Cowboys. So for that, and more importantly, the fact that I just think the Saints are the better overall team, and possibly even bigger than that, the fact that I have more trust in Drew Brees and Sean Payton than I do Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, I'm picking the Saints. It's close, but I'm just going to go with my Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the year. I think it's the Saints. I have, and I still do. Now, on that note, two and a half minutes on the clock. The New England Patriots, who their fans, my goodness, are they all sorts of riled up at me? Just go in my YouTube comment section, and you'll see them. They're pumped up. They're riled up after what I said on this podcast yesterday, which in case you missed it, you might want to go listen to it. But to summarize, I said their dynasty will never be the same, and that Tom Brady's at the forefront of that. So let me answer the question that I now asked on today's show. Do the Patriots still stand a chance of winning the Super Bowl? No, they don't. They don't. I did not think I would see the time where the Chargers would have higher Super Bowl odds than the New England Patriots. And I would agree with it. 
I would agree with it. I agree that the Chargers have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl than the New England Patriots, and I don't even think it's close. You go down the list with the issues with this team, and there's not a lot of solutions. Tom Brady, I showed more tape and more film on today's show, not looking like the same guy, period, end of story. And you can throw all the stats that you want to throw at me, which, by the way, still show he's not as impressive as last season or the year before or the year before that. And I'm not going to believe this dude is anything above a slightly average quarterback at best. And this year, the Patriots can't afford that. They just can't. Gronk and Edelman are out there looking older than Tom Brady. I mean, Gronk looks completely washed up. Edelman has not looked the same since he returned from that PED suspension. And right now, (laughs) their leading wide receiver is Josh Gordon. Josh freaking Gordon, who's only played 11 games with the damn team. Which all has me saying, if I'm a defense, I look across at the other side of the field and I'm saying, what should I be scared of? What should I be scared of? And I think this team is relatively easy to game plan for at this point. I do. Nothing scares me about this team, other than the history, if I'm an opponent. Especially if I'm a playoff opponent. I look at the AFC playoff teams right now, I think for sure they'd beat two. They'd beat the Texans. They'd beat the Ravens. I think they would probably, despite the recent result, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think they're beating the Chargers or the Chiefs. I don't. And listen, I want to believe, I want to believe this team is good enough to do that. Because I think it's a good storyline. Hey, Quite honestly and quite transparently, whenever the Patriots are good, my ratings are higher because people love to hate and love to love them. And I do like to see greatness and I do like to see dynasties, but I I, I just don't see it happening. I don't. And I think if Patriots fans are unemotional, they'll think the same. Now, before we do get to some proper football here with Jose Marino uh, being fired... Uh, and also getting to Eric Reed and his claims. Let me put two minutes on the clock for this. Ezekiel Elliott talking about the Cowboys' loss. or Yeah, excuse me, the Cowboys' loss. And here's what he had to say. A loss like this was, was very much needed. Uh, I think it's, it's better for us in the grand scheme of the season. And uh, I think we need to get put in check. Hmm. Huh. How about that from your star running back? And now I know what people think I'm going to say here. I do. People think I'm going to come out here and say, oh, what ludicrousness. This proves that the Cowboys are mentally weak and and that they're going to get exited early, early in the playoffs. That's what people think I'm going to say. But that's not what I'm going to say, believe it or not. I love that Ezekiel Elliott said this. I do, because he's not wrong. He's right. I mean, we actually heard a Cowboys fan or player here be honest and be transparent and say, hey, I know this team. I know if we won that game against a good Colts team that we would have been way too high on ourselves and then we would have strutted in to playing the Bucks and the Giants in the next two weeks and we would have lost against them and we would have been limping into the playoffs. Because that's our history and that's who we are. That's what Zeke Elliott is admitting here. And he is dead on right. The Cowboys are who we thought they were. Apparently they are who Zeke Elliott thought they were. And believe it or not, I do. I think this is good for them long term. Because now, they should 
have a fire under their rear end and go in and play the Bucks and the Giants and win both of them. And I'm more confident in them doing so, though still not that confident because they're the Cowboys. I'm more confident in them doing so than if they would have won that game. So there's that. Now, before I do get to Marino's firing, let's put 90 seconds on the clock for this. After that game, Eric Reed, Carolina Panther safety, tweeted out a picture of his seventh quote-unquote random drug test after that game. Just randomly tested for the seventh time. You know, just on the same night in which this dude wore Colin Kaepernick shoes in honor of him. Just just happened to be on that same night. And I could say many things on this, but quite frankly, I don't think I could say anything as well as James Baldwin, who was a loud voice on racial issues in the 1960s and 70s, said this 40, 40 years ago. Any white man in the world says, give me liberty or give me death. The entire white world applauds. When a black man says exactly the same thing, word for word, he is judged a criminal and treated like one, and everything possible is done to make an example of this bad so there won't be any more like him. This isn't some random act. It's not. I'll just say it. It's an act of racism and cowardliness. And if you think otherwise... Quite frankly, I don't have the patience, and I don't even know what to tell you. Okay, completely shifting gears to wrap up today's podcast to some proper football. Manchester United sacking Jose Marino early this morning. And I've seen the reaction, just like many of you have. The reaction's been positive from Manchester United fans, and understandably so. Listen, I don't think Jose Marino is as at fault as many United fans think. I don't. But with that kind of attitude that he had, it was not a winning formula. It just wasn't. There's a reason most of his stays at these teams have been relatively short. It's because his coaching style and his attitude isn't really formable to a long-term relationship. It's just not. Now, again, let me reiterate, the problem goes way bigger than him, and Manchester United as a whole organization, top to bottom, needs to get their act together. And in my opinion, it would start by going after Pochentino, Tottenham's manager. That's the guy. It makes too much sense. I think he's the right fit. He's also reportedly a Real Madrid target. Now, if I'm Tottenham... I'm going to put up a fight, and you best believe the Spurs are going to do so because they know how valuable he's been to their success. But that's who I'm going after. Again, their chairman, Daniel Levy, is going to do everything he can to keep him at Tottenham, especially with that new stadium, etc., etc. But that's who I'm going after. Now on that note, that is the podcast. Earlier today, the Sports Inc. show released, as always, on SportsInc.com and the YouTube channel. It's been an interesting couple of shows the past couple of days. I'll just say that. Uh, and tomorrow, 
another Sports Nick show, and there will be some form of podcast released. I have a very busy day on a TV set tomorrow, but Sports Nick show will be released at the very really least. I'll release the audio for those of you who like to listen to these podcasts, and I'm hoping to squeeze an actual podcast recording, but stay up to date on that. I'll see you tomorrow, definitely in some sort of fashion. Good night.